0: Disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge World Tour, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the world talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand
1: new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson. And this week on the World Tour, we head to Texas, where we are joined by Zin Spanish. Hello. How are you, howdy, howdy
2: or Ola, whichever one you want to go with. <laughs> How are you doing, Zin? I am amazing. It's just been a great weekend. How about yourself?
1: Oh, you know, the week has been off to a good start. Uh, I worked. Uh, I was working a charity event uh, yesterday, actually. Oh, yeah. uh, so that was cool. And, uh, you know, been playing Pokemon Got to hear the Ed Sheeran song in the game finally, uh, which was it was I love all Ed right. Sheeran song, it, it, you know what? It's a good Ed Sheeran song. I, I, it's it's uh it's pretty good. I don't think it's good as uh any of the Sonic uh, Frontiers songs that they put in, <laughs> but
2: it's still good. Pokemon's <laughs> was kind of hitting it with the the licensed artists. I mean, I still remember that Post Malone concert. One yeah, line, that was wild. I dug it. That was, that
1: was very wild. And and you know, they have Toby Fox that worked on the soundtrack for Scarlet and Violet a bit with them. So that oh, was cool. Right.
2: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, it's it's cool to see that, uh, you know, from humble Undertale beginnings to, uh, you, you know, working on the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet soundtrack. That's kind of cool. There's a, there's a success
2: story in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> there, there is. There is. And hey, since you're brand new here, we get to do the passport check uh, where we ask you for your favorite video game video game character, and video game soundtrack.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, let me let me go down the list then. We're talking with favorite game. I'm actually going to give two answers to this because my favorite video game of all time since like 2003 when I first played it was always going to be Star Wars Knights of the Republic, which I remember back in the day, I got it by accident because I saw it at the store and I thought it was the Jedi Knight games, you know, the first person shooter.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Like, oh,
2: that's what it is. So I bought it. And I'm playing like, wait a minute, this is an RPG. <laughs> and I absolutely adored it, though. It's my favorite game of all time. There's a reason why, to this day, I still love playing video games and getting into video game writing and storylines and sci-fi in general, honestly. Which is why I say my favorite series of all time, I feel like that has to be a second answer, it is still the Mass Effect series. I'm, ah, I'm still in love nice. with it to this day. I mean, I got the. I'm not going to lie to you guys out there. Uh, <laughs> I had that Tali body pillow because it was a, a meme <laughs> that went too far. It was a joke and a meme that went way too far. And there it is. I'm looking at it right now. Fold it oh up. My in the corner. Oh my God. Oh my God.
1: I might have to ask you about that later on in this episode. Uh, but
2: who's your favorite game character then? Well, we're going to go back to Mass Effect on that one Garrus Vakarian.
1: Uh, okay, I know I know Garris. Like I've never played Mass Effect. I'm going to say that right now. Still to this day, Ooh. have not played them. But I know I, I know I know some a good chunk of the characters. So I I know Garrus. And he I'm, is like, the I, goodest a, boy. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. I I, I hear he does some good sex.
2: <laughs> uh, it's the only reason anybody would ever play a, a female Shepard. I kid, <laughs> I kid. I know all. I kid, I kid, guys. I know there's a lot of popular <laughs> characters out there. and uh favorite soundtrack see that's that's an interesting question when i first saw it because i had to really really think about it because uh, like any music no matter video game or otherwise you're you're, it's always depending on your mood and how you're feeling at the time and lately i've just really been sitting down and jamming out to the uh guilty gear strive soundtrack oh okay okay here's the thing i i love fighting games i am awful at them absolutely (laughs) trash but they're so much fun and Guilty Gear in particular, I feel like it's a game that a soundtrack alone could draw an audience in. Because I know so many people who love that soundtrack. It's good.
1: I, I like a couple of the songs that are on that soundtrack myself. Uh, I, I too, am also very bad at fighting games. <laughs> like, I think... Am I good at any of them? No, not really. I've platinumed maybe... I think I've platinumed one fighting game. And that was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Eyes of Heaven. So, hey, it's, a
2: yeah, yeah, it's, it's a a it's like, The thing is, I'm in that magical place where, like, you're not good enough to get competitive, but you're better than your friends, and none of them want to play with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. what you see in fighting games. Yeah, it's, oh. but I love them. It's just, it's just, it's just so fun.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, with that, then I think we'll start diving into our headline of the week, which was some big news uh, kind of happened. I, I would say out of the blue, but, you know, they did make the tweet about it, but uh, I didn't see the tweet until my co-worker informed me about it. Uh, the Mario movie has gotten Woo-hoo! its second trailer and it's a solid trailer. I'm going to so say far. that. So it's, far, I had to admit. Yeah, it's super solid. Looks really dope. I can now say for sure that I think Mario is going to be of everybody the least memorable performance.
2: <laughs> I still remember when, like Chris Pratt himself, like I've been working really hard, and you know it's going to be a, a Mario you've never heard before. I, I, technically, he's right. I mean, technically he's right, but he's also
1: not right because I feel like his Mario is going the way of. The original Mario movie uh, actor, where it's, you, you know, you got your New Yorker, kind of.
2: You're a Brooklyn boy.
1: Your Brooklyn boy. Your Brooklyn boy, Mario Mario. Because uh, they are the Mario bros. Y- yeah, I, honestly, though, everything else looked dope. Peach looks badass. Toad looks like a great side funny comic relief character. Luigi, scared-ish, scared shitless. Charlie Day's doing great. Bowser, I mean, Bowser was great from the first trailer
2: alone. Yeah, like, honestly, Jack Black from the get-go, we already know that's going to be the character to go with. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And Doggy Kong, we got, uh, they brought out Seth Rogen in the direct. So so we got to see <laughs> Mr. Mister DK himself, and we got to see DK in the trailer. The design looks pretty good.
2: Yeah, it looks, I mean, design-wise, everybody looks great. The whole yeah. thing looks great. They They knew exactly what they were doing.
1: Absolutely, and uh, yeah, we got. There's gonna be some Mario Kart. There's <laughs> uh, there's gonna be a few worlds that they go to. It looks like as well. So, uh, and there was like a Mario Maker. They they've referenced like a good chunk of Mario's games in this.
2: I mean, at the same time, I appreciate that, but at the same time, I hope they're not leaning too hard on the on the like nostalgia and references.
1: Yeah, that's definitely very fair, but. But overall, great trailer, great trailer. I think the movie's gonna do good. Mario, don't go to, don't go for Mario. Go for everybody else.
2: That that's actually a good way to put it.
1: Yeah, honestly, that I think that's kind of how I'm gonna do it when I go see this because I will do my best to go see this movie in theaters because I don't go to theaters often anymore i think the last movie i saw in theaters was star wars episode Nine.
2: Oh wow that was and that was uh
1: <laughs> and that was you know it was i thought it was it's all right funny. it was a movie it was all right i think i think the sequels were just eh overall i think seven was great
2: eight was uh eight was eight i'm about to be doing a bit of a hot take right here eight was not that bad in fact i thought it was okay
1: yeah, honestly, yeah. I thought it was just okay. I feel like they could have done so much more with it, truthfully. but
2: We could, we could have a whole separate episode on just this one. Oh, alone, I mean, but...
1: truly. Tr- <laughs> like, episode 8 could have been something... If they didn't change the goddamn director in the middle of a fucking trilogy, I think it could have been something better.
2: There could have been something to it.
1: But fucking... Yeah, this, episode fucking... 9,
2: let's not even... That's nine tried
1: there. to fix the mistakes of eight.
2: Yeah, it's something I've argued myself. A lot of the problems were nine was just they were trying so desperately to retcon a lot of the things people didn't like in eight. Yeah, uh, uh, it's Star Wars, man. I'm passionate, but
1: <laughs> hey, I've I've had some passionate Star Wars people on this podcast. I know how that feels. Trust me, I know how you feel. Uh, but I think with that, we'll dive into the week in review and see what else has happened this past week in the world of video games.
0: Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is The Week in Review.
1: And to start off, uh, games that came out this past week, we had the Callisto Protocol finally (laughs) release. I was so looking forward to that. It looks amazing. So much death, so much blood, so much gore. Beautiful. It's
2: beautiful. It looks great. Like I do hope they fix the performance issues, though. Oh, there are performance issues with it. No. Oh yeah, there's been a lot, especially on PC. Like if you look look it up on on Twitter and such, any social media, they'll they'll let you know. Okay, well. But I'm, it uh, has been choppy, janky. You name it. No. <laughs> sorry, I have to be the one to bear the bad news. I'm sorry, I didn't know. I didn't no! know.
1: <laughs> okay, well, hey, perfor- performance issues aside, I've heard a lot of good things about the game. Same, 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 same. Uh, we also had Need for Speed Unbound release, a brand new Need for Speed game that kind of went under the radar for a lot of people.
2: Unless, uh, like, fans, I know a lot of people who are ride or die for Need for Speed, and they have been looking forward to this for a while now.
1: Yes, uh, they have, yeah. But a lot of other people, like, I didn't even know that this was coming out this week until I, you know, talked about it last week. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, and here we are. <laughs> and here we are. New Need for Speed is out, and also Marvel's Midnight Suns. Now that one looks
2: like it could be fun. I A hope it's fun. Brand
1: new tactics card game from Marvel. It, it's it's interesting because it's XCOM, but you use car, cards to do do things. Video games, man. <laughs> Video games, man. Video games, indeed. But hey, at least everything looks cool with that game. Ghost Rider, Blade demonic venom spoderman what 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 else could you want nothing x-men i'm always gonna ask for x-men okay yeah true uh as for the world of video game news uh starting off with a good amount of some bethesda news todd howard was on a podcast recently where he talked about a lot of things starting with amazon's fallout series which is coming soon i don't remember when uh it will the game the series will be following an original plot line set in the world of fallout but not uh using any material from the games just the world that's I mean, actually something and, i
2: appreciate
1: yes i think With Fallout, that's really the... I feel like with Fallout, that's kind of like one of the only things you really should do with a series, is to just make a new story. Because the other stories are also unique, and it's like, there's so much details with how big these games are, that just doing your own original storyline is probably the best thing to do.
2: Yeah. And uh, even even outside of Fallout, like, um... Halo, let's be honest, not Uh, the best series. uh, But when Halo first was announced, I thought, oh, this could actually work. Just don't make it about Master Chief. They made it about Master Chief. And yeah, they made it about Master Chief. I always thought like something like ODST, you know, regular frontline soldiers, uh, alien menace, protect the colonies and such. Talk about the the fascistic elements, you know, very starship troopers like.
1: Yeah. I mean you could have made it about Chief, but you, 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 if you're doing that, you should have just then just done, done Halo One and just Actually, make yeah. that a series.
2: Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's a like-
1: it still, it would have been cool because then you're dealing with like the isolation elements of it, making it a bit more spooky, especially when the flood arrive. It, oh, co- it, could, have some- it could have PGSD been something. Don't give me that PTSD about
2: the flood coming in, man.
1: It could have been something. It could have That's been something. twelve, man. The library still haunts me. <laughs> Trust me, I have my gripes with the first Halo. I do not like the first Halo at all. I am a f- huge disliker of Halo One. Actually, I l- I do not like it's. Mostly because I played it earlier this year. I played it like around January or February. I was playing through all the Halos because I never played Halo 2. And I'm like, you know what? This is a good chance for me to play Halo 2 as well when I do this. So I played Halo 1 again. And boy, do I not like that game.
2: (laughs) Now, is that the only one? Are we talking the whole series here?
1: I don't like Halo 1. Halo 2 is better than Halo 1, but I don't like Halo 2. I liked its story. I think the stories in the games are fine. I didn't like the gameplay and stuff. I, I found it fucking janky AF.
2: That's fair. The sorry, I do appreciate the story though. I mean, especially in Halo 2 when they actually show like the elites, uh, the Arbiter, all that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, it was great. Uh, Halo 3 was fine. Halo 4, fine. <laughs> fine. ODST was good. I, I love Reach. Reach is my favorite. But yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, Todd Howard also talked very little, but he did uh, let us know that, uh, uh, gave us some details about the new Indiana Jones game that is coming, that Machine Games is developing. Bethesda, of course, will be publishing the game, though. Uh, I didn't know that this was in the works.
2: Really? I remember the the announcement. That's as far as I had gotten.
1: Yeah, I did not, uh, I didn't even know about the announcement. So, hey, Indiana Jones game coming from Bethesda. Uh, Todd Howard basically said it's like a fucking a dream to him to be
2: doing I, this. I would imagine so. Uh, this is Machine Games, like, and I trust them on a. They did Wolfenstein, so there's any anybody who oh, so knows me, about punching okay. Nazis in the face. It's these guys.
1: Okay, perfect, perfect. And also, uh, we also got like I think it was like a teaser tr- poster for the new Indiana Jones movie. Oh, the trailer well. came out too. Oh, a trailer came out for it. A trailer came out. Yes, yes, it did. Uh Okay then. Well, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones Five: Curse of the Crystal Skull (laughs) Two. No. Uh, No. 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 Uh, But a new Indiana Jones, a new Indiana Jones movie is coming. Did it it say when it's coming out? Uh,
2: June 30th, I think, was the the date.
1: Oh shit! Well, okay then. Uh, So look forward to that. Uh, in more video game news, Sonic Frontiers. We got big news for Sonic Frontiers. It will be getting three free content updates all next year. The first update will consist of a jukebox mode, a photo mode, and brand new challenges. The second update will do something for Sonic's birthday. The new open zone challenge and add a new Cocoa. And the third free update will be giving us access to play as what most likely will be Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and possibly Sage. And uh, what's the other thing that it's doing?
2: A new story, I believe.
1: New story. Yeah, new story. So new characters means, of course, new story. So that
2: is really, really dope. I hope that these other characters do offer different mechanics.
1: Yeah, I think it. I think they will. Considering Frontiers has a lot of like elements, elements of like Sonic Adventure. So I feel like we'll see Tails being able to do flying stuff, Knuckles gliding, punching, and Amy probably getting her hammer. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited for what the DLC will offer.
2: Yeah, I know. I know a lot of Sonic fans have been in love with Frontiers. I, Frontiers is happy. great.
1: It's great, except the ending. The ending fucking sucks. I'm going to (laughs) say that right now. The ending is fucking bullshit. Uh, And it's the one thing they screwed up, but everything else in the game is pretty good.
2: It's a game of Thrones,
1: but it's Sonic. Exactly. Uh, For free game news, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Biomutant, and Divine Knockout are going to be the new PS Plus games for December that you can get for free. Uh, And for Xbox Games with Gold, uh Colt Canyon and Bladed Fury will be the
2: December games. Oh, uh, Games with Gold needs to just die off already. I'm sorry. I love my Xbox and I love I love like the services they offer, but Games with Gold just needs to be done. We got Game Pass. Like Game Pass is already doing the service that it needs to do.
1: Very true, but hey, it's just extra shit.
2: <laughs> can't, can't get that about free. Yeah, you're right about that.
1: You can't go wrong with free cuz you never know. A, a free game that does, sounds that sounds meh could be your next favorite who that knows that is
2: true. That is very true i mean again we said it earlier today my favorite game of all time i bought by accident exactly
1: exactly exactly in some gotham knights news heroic assault mode was recently added to the game which is a brand new co-op mode where the group of four will fight starro from the suicide squad uh, the giant starfish. This is that yeah, giant, giant starfish. starfish. <laughs> is
2: this uh, a so, horde mode type of thing?
1: It's a it's a horde mode. It's third. From what I read, it's thirty floors of basically hordes and probably a boss at the end of it.
2: Okay, that's fair.
1: So that's uh, the brand new thing that's been added that this past week. Uh, in probably the big scandal news for the week, Minecraft speedruns are in the spotlight once again because they're facing another huge scandal. So the guy who originally accused Ch- Speedrunner G- Dream who cheated, right. uh, which of course che- Dream uh, admitted he cheated, although it was half-assed because it was like I didn't know I was using the mod at the top, yada yada yada,
2: sure, whatever, sure, sure. whatever, man. Just <laughs> well, turns out
1: the, turns out the guy who accused him originally has also been uh, has also been exposed of cheating.
2: Oh my god! Is every accusation had to be a projection these days?
1: So, uh, uh, Minecraftvenger spliced his, it was found that he spliced his runs because of bad editing and impossible odds. (laughs) That's beautiful. (laughs) You didn't stand on a good editor, and here you are. Uh, When they took, when they took a closer look at his runs, they found that they were spliced and, uh, he is now off of speedrun.com. His runs are no longer valid and they are gone. So, Whoever was behind him in the rankings, congrats on your rank up,
2: F- fucking free. <laughs> I I am not into speed running; it's not my thing. But I do appreciate people that do it, and it's just it's it's so funny to see a, a, a guy I knew would do a Crash Bandicoot speed runs, I just see him get so excited. Oh, I cut off 0.2 seconds off my time. Hey, that's pretty good.
1: Great, buddy. Good. <laughs> When you're when you're top of the game, getting any time save is uh, really good. <laughs> uh, in weird expansion news, Far Cry 6 is getting its weird expansion, as kind of every Far Cry game gets a weird one. Uh, how we had, like, uh, Far Cry Blood, Dragon in, oh, I
2: Blood that, Dragon
1: in that, and we had the... I think it was New Dawn for 5. Well, we got the new one. It's uh, called Lost Between Worlds, where... The lead character, Danny, she goes, follows this alien and goes to like this other realm to fight creatures. Very weird looking, but of course, very much in the theme of Far Cry weird shit.
2: They all have one. Y'all have one.
1: Everybody, yeah. Each game gets one. That's how it works in the Far Cry world. Everybody gets
0: one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And some great news if you're a Yakuza fan. Yes, uh, Yakuza's cabaret minigame yes. will be returning, in and Yaku- in like a dragon, Gaiden, the man with no name.
0: Yes,
1: I am so excited. Ah, uh, now I don't know what I don't know what kind of story angle it will be with the side story series for it, but regardless, I will. I am happy that it's coming back.
2: Oh, uh, I'm just super excited for this game in general. Uh. I love I love the Yakuza series. I really. I did. love. Oh God,
1: we're eating good next year. We get Ishin in uh, February, and then I think it's what is it March, April, or May that we get Gaiden?
2: I think. I think it's March, but don't quote me on that.
1: But yeah, it's uh, we're eating good. It's we're eating good, and then we know that Yakuza Eight is on its way. It's like Christmas. It's it is Christmas.
2: Christmas.
1: <laughs> and lastly, in the world of video game news, Dr. Disrespect. Well, he was being a bit too disrespectful as he got his Call of Duty account suspended for being ex- disrespectful in proxy
2: chat. I am of two minds on this one because, on one hand, yeah, you got to make the example. You know, people are being horrible. No matter who you are, you got to be made just to suffer consequences. On the other hand, it's doctor, goddamn disrespect. What were you expecting? I mean, yeah, I, I guess that Call of Duty is like
1: uh, we have a limit, and Doc, you kind of pushed it. Which the, the line when, when does when does the Doc not push it though? That, that's kind of his whole shtick. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but that's it for the world of video game news in the world of TCG for Pokemon Crown Zenith, which is the last sword and shield expansion pack that is set for a January 20 release and the Scarlet and Violet base set of cards release in March of 2023 in Yu-Gi-Oh news master duel updates. We got a thousand free gems. And a five-headed dragon card sleeve to celebrate 50 million downloads. And also they added the new Alba Abyss secret pack, which can be generated. but for the next like month, until like the end of December, basically, you can pull on it whenever you want. Otherwise until then when you dismantle or generate, or when you generate a card that's uh, super rare or an ultra rare, That's in that pack. You can then pull from it uh, like the rest of the secret packs. And in the TCG world of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark World Structure Deck is out now. The Dark Magician Girl Accessories and Photon Hypernova Packs will be out February 9th. And the Beware of Trap Tricks Structure Deck comes out February 24th. Nice, And in Magic the Gathering news, the Transformer cards, which are part of the Brothers War Pack, uh, they'll be going on sale December 5th. nice. And uh, no board game news this week, as there really never is much that happens in the board game worlds. But when there does, I'm sure to talk about it. Uh, but with that, that is the week interview. Any final thoughts on anything that we talked about there, Zen?
2: Uh, just excited about a lot of these things that are coming out again. Which we went off on Yakuza for a second. Love it. Absolutely adore oh, yeah. it. It's Can't hard. wait. Can't I wait. cannot.
1: I cannot wait. And I, also, there were reports that if Eshan does well. They will work on getting Kenzen to the West as well.
2: Oh, guys, I don't care how much you like the series. Just get the game. Do us please. this favor, please. Please,
1: do us this favor because if they do that, then they might port fucking Yakuza of the Dead to the modern consoles as well.
2: <laughs> I would love to see that.
1: Or, or they'll bring that fucking PSP exclusive Yakuza series that's in Japan only to the fucking modern day consoles in English. Please.
2: It'll it just it would make me so happy.
1: I want to play all of them, but fucking region locked (laughs) games are a problem. And I'm not, I don't have the means to do play them otherwise. Uh, But anyways, uh, that's it for gaming news. It's time to jump ahead to see what games are coming out. Here's what should be on your radar for December
0: 5th to 11th. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware. Here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. And surprisingly,
1: there's actually a decent amount of games coming out. Starting off on Monday, Swordship comes out for everything. On Tuesday, Hello Neighbor 2 comes out for everything but the Switch. Back for Blood's River of Blood DLC drops. Firefighting Simulator The Squad comes to the PlayStations and Xboxes. Impaler and Knights of Honor 2 Sovereign come to the PC. Cuckoos Lost Pets comes to the PS4 and Switch. And Sunshine Shuffle comes to the PC. On Wednesday, Alaskan Truck Simulator comes out on the PC, PS5, PS4, and the Xboxes. Hubris comes to VR. And Togs, Togus, Togus, T-O-G-G-E-S. That comes out on everything. On Thursday, Chained Echoes and the Rumblefish 2 drop on everything. And Necro Bouncer comes to the PC. And lastly, on Friday, Dragon Dragon Quest Treasures, the spin-off game starring Eric and his sister Mia from Dragon Quest Uh. 11-S come out comes out, and probably what is the biggest one of the book, a game that people have been excited for choo choo Charles comes to the p c please be good <laughs> uh choo choo Charles. I think it's gonna be good the big this is that game where you ride a train and a spider train is fucking chasing you. yeah
2: yeah' actually started I believe it started as actually like Tom is the tank engine, but they had to change it because of a... Uh, copyright. Know
1: copyright <laughs> yeah yeah but uh choo choo charles coming soon good old good old horror game december F- I, I fucking <laughs> that's exactly that's
2: that's the best type of horror games what are we talking about here
1: yeah exactly christmas is actually spooky season two electric boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> the sequel the sequel uh but other than that uh hello neighbor 2 i know that people have been looking forward to that and also if you're a dragon quest fan dragon quest treasures is probably is set to be another decently good dragon quest game
2: i mean i I will call myself a fan of dragon quest uh 11 in particular since oh yeah it was probably like the one that really introduced me to the series same like all the fucking promotions that the nintendo directs
1: had it's like hey dragon quest 11s come to the switch it's gonna be fucking lit fucking buy this game free trial free demo up now it'll you'll save your progress and you get the full game and i'm like okay let's try it
2: i think they're about um, to take it off the service but i did play it off game pass because on game pass for the longest time nice
1: yeah i i played it on the switch and i fell in love with the trial and i'm like well i guess i'm downloading this game well <laughs> oh, this is my life now yeah this is my life now it was my life i think i had like 130 hours
2: invested into that
1: game overall
2: so but i don't regret it that's the thing it took up so much of my life and i don't (laughs) regret it
1: oh yeah no absolutely it was well worth the time uh but with that then that is everything that should be on your radar it's now time for us to dive into what we're talking about this week
0: in the game lounge covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests here's what's going down this week in the game lounge and we kind of teased it at the start,
1: but uh, sci-fi, the series and the worlds that are in the video games. In the video games. In the video games. So, Zen, what what drew you to the sci-fi genre in particular?
2: Well, I guess it's because uh, like, ever, ever since I was an absolute like little child, my, my folks have always been very, I guess, nerdy would be the word you use. And they introduced me to Star Wars at a very young age. Uh and it just stuck with me. To this day, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. The Space Western genre in particular. But naturally that's where it all starts, you know, and then you start expanding, you start reading other words, uh other worlds, I'm sorry. Uh you read Dune, first of all. You read Dune, you read Neuromancer, and suddenly this is this is what you're in. This is what you're doing. It's just it's just it's just uh I don't know. Also the concept of like Say Star Trek, you know, it just, man, we could have such a cool future. if We really tw- work towards it. There's a lot of optimism in sci-fi.
1: Yeah, I guess there is, because it's always very futuristic, except for Star Wars, because it's a long, long time ago. Where? Galaxy far away. So far <laughs> away. Yeah, so far away. So far away, long in the past.
2: Disney don't sue. Disney don't sue.
1: Disney don't sue me please I'm fu- I, I'm fucking independent don't sue me I, please <laughs> please uh i'll I'll give you two dollars to not sue me because that's all that's in my bank account
2: it's the two dollars they're gonna they're gonna come for those two dollars man oh, I
1: don't god, know you oh God oh God oh God <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah so star Wars being the big one uh it's, it's it's such a they have a good variety of games as we were talking about before like you have kotor. You have Jedi Fighter. Me, personally, I'm always going to be a fan of the Force Unleashed games.
2: They were great. They were actually great. I I wish they got to finish that series, but... Oh,
1: God. Yeah, they never even... uh, Because the second one, it ends on a fucking cliffhanger. Yep. With the the good ending. It's just like, what's going to happen? I can't wait for the (laughs) third one to come out. Wait, it's It's Boba Fett. What's going to happen with Boba Fett? It it's just never happened.
2: It's just, that's it's it, that's
1: sad. I like, it was such a star killer is such a unique and cool character. You get to meet like Rom Coda, Juno, proxy, all of these characters that they designed for the expanded universe. And it's just, you don't get to see how that story
2: ends. Well, I, I, I don't think they ever got to follow through on it, but one thing they wanted to do was the uh, series Star Wars Rebels, uh, with the, the whole the Inquisitor, Inquisitor thing. Uh, the first brother, that, that was going to be his name, they wanted to bring back Starkiller as the first Inquisitor. Really? That oh, was fuck. the idea, but it looks like they didn't follow through on it.
1: Yeah. Damn, that would have been cool. So we
2: almost had Starkiller back.
1: Oh, that would have been so cool. <laughs> oh why did they have to, oh. now I'm just sad. <laughs> now oh, I'm just maybe. sad. I'm gonna go grab my Wii and swing my Wii mode around so I can use my lightsaber. <laughs> Honestly, I, I will say when they the yeah, I will say when they did put uh Force Unweashed on the Switch, I, I am kind of glad because it's like, yeah, we get to do that again fucking yeah. beat the shit out of people with my joy-con
2: <laughs> fling sword troopers, sword troopers aside yeah
1: uh it was so i loved so much about force Unleashed, and truth be told the force Unleashed games are really the only star wars games aside from the lego ones that i've played because lego star wars is its own league one of the best video games out there
2: it's just pure unbridled fun like
1: it absolutely it's is. It actually like, And not
2: just Star Wars, just Lego games in general. Always just so fun.
1: So, I have a question for you. Yes. What, were, what was your reaction when they revealed that Knights of the Old Republic was getting a PS5
2: remake from the ground up? Oh, okay. So, people who don't know, uh, a self plug here. I, I do stream on Twitch on my, uh, on my own time, and I was live streaming the announcements. Oh, nice. Nice. I doubt there's any clips of that because nobody did it. But I screamed. <laughs> I spent in my chair. I was already ordering a PS5 because I don't own one yet. <laughs> but now it's looking like that game might be in development hell. So we'll see. what Yeah. Happens.
1: God, that game is going to be in development hell with everything that's kind of happened. With I think it was passed on from like developer to developer for a few a few bits, and now it, we it, just every have time no news comes
2: out, I just lose more and more hope. The yeah, game yeah. is
1: the it's uh it's getting he's gonna get the Kingdom Hearts treatments, but we'll see that game in uh twenty thirty-three probably. Woo! Please be good. But I mean I feel like it'll I mean I feel like it'll be good, but by the time it comes out the PS6 will be out.
2: <laughs> I'll try to get that. Hopefully they'll have that one in stock.
1: <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Oh, hopefully it'll be in stock. God. Come on, Sony. Just 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 make more PlayStations for him. Just, just make more PlayStations for exactly. That's all it takes. Is just, just make more forehead people forehead. From your favorite sci-fi series being Star Wars, and a top one being
2: Mass Effect. Of course. What are your What are your least favorites? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Um, like, I, I don't know how many because I'm going to age myself a little bit here, even though it's not that long ago. Uh, have you ever played Prey on 360? Oh, uh,
1: okay, not the original Prey, no. I know the I know the the the, 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 the new the newer one that the uh, you know Bethesda pushed out, but I do not yeah. I never played the original prey.
2: Yeah, it's not very good. I'll just open with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. it, got it. It, it's one of those games where like there was an idea, the execution was just really, really bad, and just the 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 world that created there was so lackluster. I don't know. And it's, it's not even about, like I said, I came at you with, like, oh, I like sci fi and optimism. And, and you could argue that it's because it's so dark. and But, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for cyberpunk too. And, and, and that's exactly what it is. It's just uninspired. I think that's what it is. Okay. I just felt like it was so uninspired that that sci fi world they created, which is a, another shame because they were making a sequel that got canceled. But that one trailer they made for the sequel. I want that game to this day. I want to go in that world. I want to go to that city that they showed.
1: Damn it volition. What happened? <laughs> you know, you see, I feel like we could. All we gotta do is break into Bethesda headquarters, find the original price, two stuff, and then just steal it for just ourselves. Take it. We're gonna take we're
2: it. gonna Nicholas Cage this
1: exactly it's uh national treasure uh 17 because people have probably planned other national treasures up to this point so we'll, we'll just take we'll just claim we'll claim 17 for now so that way no one can steal our spot in the queue
2: yeah we, we gotta have. we just gotta wait in line that's how this works it's like the fast and furious you know by the time it's our turn we gotta ride around in, in tricycles or something.
1: <laughs> you see i have a question for fast and furious when are they doing a collaboration with transformers
2: Oh, my God. Why is this not a thought I've had before in my time? <laughs> <laughs> Why has that never, never occurred to me?
1: Uh, uh. And I say that because, you know, the new Transformers trailer just dropped as well.
2: I'm a Beast Wars fan, so I was like, unbelievably happy there. Nice. I
1: I watched a little bit of Beast Wars growing up, never a whole lot of it. I'm kind of just done with the modern-day Transformers series, not going to lie. That's like bad. with the movies, at least because I'm just like it's. Uh, at least Michael Bay is staying relevant, but still.
2: <laughs> oh, Michael Bay! I have thoughts about that man, but uh, another time, another time,
1: another time. And uh, I'm surprised that there they got no more Mr. Wally Wallyberg, the whole new lead character as well for yeah, this
2: one. I did notice that.
1: Uh I the kind of like, oh damn, they're not gonna stick with Wahlberg? They're just gonna go into another new character? Damn.
2: They, okay. they gave up a little too easily, I say, but hey. Yeah. That's Hollywood.
1: <laughs> that that is Hollywood. What's one thing in a sci-fi game that you would like to see done that has not been done before?
2: Ooh, that's actually a very good question. I mean, Considering your your day job, I'm throwing off air quotes when I say that, <laughs> <laughs> I actually like to see something because uh, this is something that uh, I don't know if you've seen Andor yet on Disney Plus.
1: I um, am yet to see Andor. I basically I feel like I'll probably binge all this. I want to do like a major Star Wars binge one day where I like go through all the movies, all the Clone Wars, all of Rebels, all of the series, and just do everything.
2: Oh, you are in for the for a treat when you, when you get around to that. Yeah, but I'm sorry. It's because what what Andor did that you don't really see in uh, really a lot of media... Maybe, maybe Star Trek. I'm not a huge Trekkie, so I can't comment. But uh, the political side of things, they really explored, like, uh, the ISB agents, how the government works, uh, you know, the concept of how, to, how, how how the Empire works, basically. The innards. Ah, uh, okay. I'd like to see more of that. Like, say... Again, Mass Effect, my favorite sci fi series. You know, there's a government, you know how it works, but they don't really do a lot of showing. It's, it's a lot of like codexes and essays and shit you got to read. I'm not a fan of that. I've always said, if you're making me do homework, you're not telling a good story. I've, yeah, it's
1: here's the thing if it's like short blurbs of shit that can help us understand, I'm fine with that. But it's like, if it's full fucking essays, I'm like,
2: yeah, it's full on. Cool on codexes, like, uh, Destiny is still the worst of all that, but still.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's not forget um, Destiny, the first one, and how they, they did their cards. You had to go online. Uh ugh, uh, uh, uh. It, was, it was the best Skinner Box, but damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but pol- the political side would be good. I know that Star Trek, they cover so much. Of that shit with the series. I never got into Star Trek. It's mostly it's mostly kind of a reason why I couldn't get it I could never get into Star Trek is because I know that there's just like a lot of I feel like I would get I, get, I would get bored with that series really easily.
2: I can understand that. Well, I guess maybe how how I was gonna say Game of Thrones, but sci-fi because <laughs> that's that's what a lot of people love about game of thrones Or funnily enough they love the the politics of it the scheming the the backstabbing that's what they loved and that's what i'm saying maybe we can find a way like i think a good cyberpunk story might go that way like because it's all corporate espionage and such
1: true very true I, I i how about we just do this we take the entire concept of game of thrones but instead of dragons it's robotic kaiju Ooh. and instead of castles I don't know, it's like giant fucking cities or data or whatever. Oh. And you just do the same plot of Game of Thrones but you put it in a different setting. Sci-fi classic right there. You just redo the ending. You redo that entire final series, season.
2: I think you might have just uh, described the plot of Superhuman Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I'm actually I do not actually know what that is. Uh this is like back in the day. Again, I'm aging myself, but this this is like one of those Power Ranger clones that they were all trying to get into that oh,
1: audience. Oh g- okay, a good old yeah. good old Superhuman Samurai
2: Cyber Squad. Uh, four S's.
1: That, oh, four.
2: <laughs> oh. Uh do you know uh, I don't know if you're an anime fan, but uh SSS Gridman, it's that. Oh it's okay,
1: the- yeah, I know of gridman, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's that, but they did the Power Rangers thing where they got the live action footage and just stuck American actors in there.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, good. The good old, the good, the the good old. Oh, what was it? Well, who's who's the guy that did it?
0: Zabon. Oh no, Saban.
1: Saban. Good old. The good old saban <laughs> oh, Before, Zabon. before Disney bought it. Oh, oh
2: Saban! <laughs> <laughs> no Disney bought it, then it went back to Saban, then now I think it hasbro. No, it, it I don't even yeah, know. It's, it's, whole it's Hasbro. Mess. So it's
1: Saban did it until oh, when was it? It was I think Light Speed Rescue. No Wild Force.
2: I think I I stopped Power Rage a long time. I actually switched to Sentai. Like I went to the source material. I, I I just went. I skipped the middle man.
1: God, I really here's the thing. I will say this: one of the most disappointing things I missed, like. I, uh, from Power Rangers Dino Charge, in the Sentai series, there is this one like evil ranger called the Talon Ranger.
2: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Fuck! I wish they used that in Dino Charge because I think, think sort of that really would have been. Head. I think they could have done that with fucking Heckle or yeah Heckle and Snide, which is with, with one of the villains in the second part. I feel like they should have done that. With that, because I think like it would have been so much cooler. Uh,
2: yeah, that would have been neat to see.
1: I- I've been disappointed with Power Rangers. I've been pleased with Power Rangers. It's a whole thing.
2: It, it's what happens when you have a series that's been on for like almost 30 years. Exactly. I can't believe I said that out loud. Oh my God, I feel
1: my back hurt. <laughs> oh, I just felt my back hurt. <laughs> uh, one sci fi game that people are anticipating is Starfield. Oh, so I for them brand new Bethesda game which Todd Howard also revealed that hey you won't have to worry about running out of fuel because we're giving you unlimited fuel in that game. Yeah. So that's cool. What are your thoughts on Starfield and what it and uh what what with with its uh release next year? Oh,
2: cautious optimism because I love Bethesda games. I am a huge fan of the Elder Scrolls. Like I I love them. I love them I absolutely. Do. I still love, but to a lesser extent. I just—I've been there since Morrowind. Okay, so I—I'm optimistic, but still cautious because it's Bethesda. You know, you're—you're you're gonna expect some jankiness, some bugginess, and then it's a new IP for them. So we don't know exactly what they're gonna do with it. Yeah, I'm gonna be there day one. They do not expect me to not be there day one.
1: What are you getting it on, if I may ask? Are you getting it for PC? Or are you gonna be getting it for? Uh, Xbox oh, hardware.
2: That's, a, that's, a, that's actually a good question. Probably PC, but I, I mean, I, I feel like Phil needs to give me a paycheck for keeps for continually saying this. But uh, uh, Game Pass is going to be the option to play it on Xbox as well.
1: Very true. Very true. Well, what if they put? Unless they put it on PC Game Pass as well, I
2: would assume they would actually.
1: I hope they do. It would be great. I, I don't know if they will though. I don't know if they will put it on Games Pass though. Not right away, at least.
2: Well, I want to believe yes, but we'll see when they announce it. They they got to give us some news at some point.
1: True. We 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 are we should. We, I feel like we'll probably see something at the Game Awards. I feel like seeing something reg- regarding Starfield is very likely with the at the Game Awards.
2: Yeah, I will hope so. Game Awards Thursday. Don't forget, guys.
1: Yeah, Thursday, uh, Game Awards. If you're listening to this, actually, I will be uh, co-streaming Game Awards. On the Twitch. Uh, one last question I do have for you. I, th- I think I know the answer to this. What, would you, what, what series would you like to see a new entry in for a sci-fi, for the sci-fi series?
2: Okay, you think you know the answer for this, and now I'm actually going to throw you a hardcore curveball. I want to see a new, a new Deus Ex game. Okay, honestly, I, okay,
1: I know that there's one in the works. Allegedly, that there's one in the works. I can't remember if the leaks were real or not.
0: But
2: yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Deus Ex it, it it works in like a roller coaster scenario here, because Deus Ex, great game. I mean the OG, like one of the best games I've ever played in my life. Then came Invisible War. That took a dive. <laughs> and then came uh, Human Revolution. I adore Human Revolution. I really do. And then Mankind Divided. Ugh. Didn't didn't hate it. Don't get me wrong. It's not the worst game I've ever played, but it did not live up to what what was promised. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe another chance cuz this this if we're following the pattern here if they were to make another one it would be amazing.
1: Yeah. I also keep forgetting that Mankind... I'm uh, sorry, um, X is published by Squeenix. Yeah. It's I, weird. Cuz it, it feels is like it, sh- it should be it feels like it should be cuz Square Enix does all these RPGs and that's like what they're famous for and then you have some of the most oddest games that they've done. Which are, fucking, they've done Sleeping Dogs, they've published the Deus Ex series. I, I think they published Just Cause, but I might be wrong
2: about that. And then there's that one series that, that Square Enix is super famous for. I can't, oh, like, I, I, at some point I'll remember, I'll finally remember what fantasy world they're talking about. <laughs>
1: oh god I mean I guess some of the Final Fantasies could be considered sci-fi
2: I would argue Final Fantasy 7 is definitely sci-fi 7 and 8 definitely anything that uses
1: magitech like full magitech that's like the whole setting is definitely a a sci-fi
2: well I don't know because I mean I would argue 6 is a steampunk which I mean sure you could argue that sci-fi I'm contradicting myself here now.
1: <laughs> and yeah, I was right. Just Cause was published by Squeenix. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I was, uh, that's so weird thinking about that. Cause it's like when they die, when Square Enix, again, it's that they're not developing it. Like it's a different developing studio, but it's so weird to see Square Enix like on something that isn't like an RPG.
2: I mean, at least Just Cause is fun so it's so true it matters
1: i mean true it is mindless fun it is
2: absolutely mindless fun but i don't know where you're coming from just you see square names you think final fantasy uh dragon quest all these rpgs jrpgs in particular and then shooting Make grapple hook on the other side it's just, it, it, it it blows the mind it really does
1: it really does it absolutely does uh is there anything else you want to add on sci-fi anything in the any game series anything else
2: Cyberpunk 2077 sequel, uh, please be have a better launch. And whenever you're ready, dPR
1: <laughs> I mean, we are getting that DLC next year, like the first actual like
2: DLC for it. I, I, I hope that's good. We'll see. I hope it's.
1: I've. Who, hey, I hope it's good. Maybe we'll get uh, another DLC in there too. That'll give you cosmetics for Edge
2: Runners. Oh, that yeah, that was already, that's already in game actually.
1: Oh, that is already in game. Oh shit! Yeah, okay, you can then. get the,
2: the jacket for your character.
1: Well, shit. Okay then. <laughs> yeah, it tells you how much I fucking pay attention to Cyberpunk nowadays. I played the game. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed playing the game for what like a little, the little bit that I did. But I just can't get into it because of, I'm like, I can't find myself investing my time in the game. And I don't know why.
2: I no, I totally understand. Actually, I wouldn't know how to explain it, but I do understand it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah, understand
1: I <laughs> how you feel. I can't explain it. But I know how – but I get it. and that I mean, that's all we can ask for. <laughs> yeah. Empathy, people. Empathy. Empathy, exactly. All well, of that, then, I think we'll dive into our second topic, which is inclusivity in yes. gaming. Yes, yes, yes. And, I, and I'll let you take the lead on this one because I, I don't know what direction you want to go with this.
2: Well, this is more about gaming, like the, the player side of things, you know, hostility, uh, Just just to be upfront about this, misogyny, racism, all this stuff. Of, of, in, amongst the player base. I've I just been very passionate about, like, trying to curb that more. Because I'm, I'm going to be, like, just say it straight up. I was there in the days of the Modern Warfare 2 lobby. It was not the best experience. Especially when they thought that I was a, I was a brown boy. That was, oh boy.
1: Ooh. Oh, boy. Gamer words flying left and right. Left and right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I was thank I I mean I, I would say I was thankful enough to really not experience that, but that was also because whenever I got into a multiplayer lobby, I muted everyone immediately.
2: That you see, that's the smart thing to do. That's not something I was known for. <laughs> <laughs> the smart thing, come on, this is the guy who choked on a pen cap in college. I'm sorry, what? Uh, yeah, no. So, short, I, long story short, uh, I had a chewing habit in when I was still in school. And uh, I was right, I was studying right outside my dorm. I'll never forget this. I was outside at the tables, outside my dorm room, like, building. And somehow I popped the cap off the, the pen I was chewing on, went right down my throat, and stayed there. I, like, self I, – I don't know how I did it, but I, like, self it out of there. <laughs> oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> I have no clue how I did it. I think the only reason I didn't die immediately is because it's a pencastle. It has little holes, so the air was still yeah, getting Yes, so you have
1: the air. Oh, my God. What <laughs> the fuck?
2: Fo- okay.
1: Well, I'm not expecting that story today. Yeah, um, so, you know, that's
2: why I'm saying. Like, smart it does not go with in Spanish brand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are, what are some steps that,
1: I don't know, that, do you think there should be more of a developer hand into stopping this or do you think it kind of relies on more of the players
2: well i mean the developers i think they're taking like the right steps you know they're making it known that they're aware you know we, like in call of duty they put out that social contract or whatever i understand there's only so much they can do I, I i'm just happy that they're at least aware that there's an issue and they need to clean up blizzard i'm not here to say good things about blizzard but but i do play a lot me, of overwatch this, this, too. Pod,
1: this is a anti-blizzard podcast <laughs> just, <laughs> we have been anti-blizzard since
2: 2020
1: which is when it started but i've been yeah, anti Blizzard uh, since this whole God mess started
2: it. but i was gonna say like i play i do play a lot of overwatch 2 lately and the whole reporting system and when they just nutted up and said you know what we're just gonna record everything you say what you're not supposed to your ass is on the line i i have to admit that i did I'd appreciate that to I, I mean to a certain extent. I'm to a certain sure. extent, I feel like
1: you know someone, someone could complain about that that there <laughs> that uh, if somebody says, spills government secrets on there that they don't yeah. want getting out.
2: I mean, I would hope that nobody's uh, yelling out their social security numbers out there, but. I mean, that's maybe someone he, is. <laughs> someone might be. Let's be someone honest. might be. What if
1: there is somebody out there who's specifically doing that just so they could get a lawsuit out of Blizzard? <laughs>
2: just, oh, my God. That's just screams insurance fraud, but whatever. That's just that type of, that's just that type of mindset.
1: God. you, you, you type on another of the level. Driver. Yeah, that's a fucking Sigma male grind right there. <laughs> Sigma? God. Overwatch What? Uh, oh, hell yeah. I didn't even make that joke. I did not make that pun intentionally. I forgot that's even a character in the game. Oh my God.
2: But uh, yeah, just go back to the conversation. I do think most of the responsibility, like a good 75, 80%, should go to the player base. And we're, we're getting somewhere with this. You know, we need to like adjust, I guess, societal pressures would be the, the phrase here. You know, you're being a jackass. Everybody's going to treat you like a jackass and, and kind of like bully you off the platform. That should be the case.
1: Treat treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. If you, if you, you treat somebody others, like, if you, if you act like an asshole, you can be an asshole back and bully your ass to fucking
2: Pluto. Exactly. And that's, I don't want to see the phrase bring back bullying, but that's kind of what I'm saying here. I mean,
1: here's the thing. I am, I am very much anti-bullying. I was bullied as a child. But you know what? Sometimes it's fucking needed.
2: Sometimes you just gotta bully a kid who's being a (laughs) dickwad.
1: Sometimes you gotta bully a kid so that their mother gets on the fucking voice call, and then you bully the mother or father until their grandparent comes on,
2: and then you bully them. We're just gonna keep going up the entire family tree here.
1: Exactly. Their fucking great granny comes back, comes down from heaven, fucking (laughs) starts starts.
2: they got you know, a lot of assumptions of where their grandparents are. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, we...
1: <laughs> it's just an example.
2: <laughs> I don't but, know. Yeah, that's what that's, That is something. We, we do need to have you a lot know
1: of... Here, You know what? I'm an equal opportunist great-grandparent uh, destroyer. The granny came from heaven. The grandfather dug his way out of hell.
2: <laughs> or vice versa. We don't know. Or vice
1: versa. We don't We don't know. We don't know. Uh, we don't know who did what. Do you, do you, what what would you think like the best ways that we could help combat it in modern times? Because obviously there's, you know, just taking a, not giving a young child a headset to be influenced by fucking.
2: Well, that's I mean that is a start. The parents always always look at the parents first. Are what are your kids doing? Are they in a in a like I guess safe space would be the the word to use here? Are they who are they talking to? What are they? playing what are they doing like it should always start with the folks like always always always
0: my folks yeah. were,
2: like I, I just put in an example here my folks are always on top of that stuff until i was about a teenager and learned how to sneak around but that's neither here or there.
1: <laughs> but i feel like when you're a teenager that that's like okay now you're bringing it upon yourself
2: yeah that's that at certain point you got to take responsibility for your own actions
1: yeah and I feel like a teen, the teenagers are really where it's, you, you gotta start that. You, you, it's where you, start, you gotta start taking responsibility. I feel like if you're under the age of tw- 12, <laughs> I would say 10, but I'm like, uh, but then there's that little leeway of like, you're not quite a teen, but you're almost a teen. So yeah. it's like.
2: Yeah, I, I would just say 13, just for the sake of saying 13. Yeah.
1: What's the Twitch age that you have to be to be on the platform? For I believe 13. 14. Yeah, thirteen. So there, if you're under fucking thirteen, if, if you're a parent and you have a kid that's under thirteen, fucking watch what they're playing. Just sit in the Give room. Them, you don't have to be on You know the what? Here's what you do. Player. Here's what you do. You want you want them. You want if you want them to have a good childhood without any fucking toxicity, no bad games. Just buy them a Switch. <laughs> buy them Nintendo, and just have them play fucking anything on the t- Nintendo because it has like very little supported voice support games. I mean, it has Fortnite, but you can't fucking plug in a headphone controller to your Joy-Cons now, can you?
2: You Not can't. I'm aware of.
1: So, uh, easy fix.
2: Or just put the Xbox in the living room where you can hear what's going on.
1: A- exactly. And the second you hear them say the fuck word, you go deal with it accordingly to your parenting style.
2: To your parenting style. You know, Hander belts, whatever you go with.
0: <laughs>
1: I
2: wasn't going to make that joke, but <laughs> a, I was thinking it. I was thinking it. I'm not yeah, going to lie. Like, I was we're, thinking it. We were all it. thinking it. Let's be honest. I, I just went ahead and said it. I'm going to get in so much trouble after this comes out.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot of our generation kind of thinks the same. It's like, well, it's got to uh, be done.
2: I think it was the episode of the Boondocks. Just like, hey, sometimes you just got to hit kids.
1: Do you think there will ever be a point in time where this is like gone? where it's like where we are like the most inclusive we'll ever be and like you know we, we we did it the gamer words are gone.
2: I don't think we'll ever reach that point but I do think it can get better. We're, we're actually way better now than we were you know back in like 2008. That was like I said that was a that was a time period. No we're definitely getting better. Like you see it also like in a lot of online spaces uh more inclusivity or people just speaking up more. That's a big thing. I, I like to see people speaking up. That makes me realize like, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a good direction.
1: Speak up and speak out about it. Get your voice heard. Don't be like fucking Hockey Canada where 900 reports of fucking, what was it? It was 900 reports of like racism.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't get to say anything. I live in Texas. On ice. Yeah.
1: 900 documented or alleged incidents of on ice discrimination uh, within the last year.
2: Speaking as a Texan, get those numbers up! I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I
1: can't. Oh my god! I'm joking, no, please, say, I'm joking. But, uh, I guess they say everything's bigger in Texas, even those numbers. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah, I joke, but uh, <laughs> we we really I, have to do better here. I mean, I feel like it's easy to joke about it because it kind of just helps people to kind of cope with things, I find. <laughs> like, I'm a guy that'll joke about anything. When you work in radio like I do, I'm, I find myself, uh, in, especially like news talk radio, oh, I'm like numb to so much shit. I now.
2: imagine so, especially these days, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I am very numb to a lot of that stuff. So it's kind of like, I I find it easier to joke about like a lot of things. And that's just kind of how I cope with it.
2: It's, it's, it's a valid way to do it, I feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. As long as the joke doesn't go too far. Too I feel far. like there's
2: a limit. There is a limit, obviously. Actually, just to circle, using that to circle back to what we we're talking about, you know, you do get that statement a lot like, oh, we can't tell jokes anymore. You can tell all the jokes you want. Just know where the lines are. Exactly.
1: Know where the lines are with the people you're playing and the people that you're chatting with, and you're fine.
2: Yeah, and don't be mad when someone says like, "Hey, man, I didn't appreciate that one. Can you please stop?" Just don't get mad about it. It's easy to
1: I feel understanding where other people are coming from is a great way for fucking to fix this issue. Yeah. Because it's it's ignorance that most of the time that like I would say ninety percent of these issues are caused by is just ignorance.
2: You are one million percent correct on that one. Ignorance does play the biggest part. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's why responsibility does lie. It's a shared responsibility. Developers need to do something about you know harassment and such, like uh, bans, suspensions. But parents have responsibilities, as in look at what your kids are doing. Please be a good parent. Kid,
1: yeah, R- raise your kids right so they can be a good adult. Otherwise, they're gonna be an ignorant adult who fucking say gamer words 24 <laughs> seven. I, I like. Then, I also okay. I like the fact that. Whatever we refer to this stuff, everybody just goes, "Oh, they said the gamer word." The
2: Because we all know exactly what they're talking about. We, we exactly
1: exactly. Thanks, PewDiePie, for coining that phrase. <laughs> oh, it was PewDiePie who coined it. What? Wow, the at uh, the very right minimum of, of his community. Wow, irony.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the bridge incident. You know what I mean when I say that. Oh,
1: exa- exactly exactly. <laughs> the gamer bridge accident. <laughs> the gamer bridge accident. <laughs> God. Oh, what happened? Did he fall off the bridge? No. Oh, I no. mean, in a sense, he did, but like
2: yeah. he didn't.
1: He didn't literally fall off the bridge, but his career took a little fall.
2: Yeah, a was, little uh, bit.
1: He, he he rebounded really well from that, though. I mean, it's
2: just the way the internet works. You get all your defenders and they just pile on. Yeah. But that comes back to what I was going to say. Like uh, another, That's where the responsibility falls on the community in general. Like I said, if you see somebody being harassed or they're talking a lot of smack, just say something. The second is two against one. It's already in your favor of fixing things. And then just two against one, three against one, so on, so on. If more people spoke up, we'd be in a much better spot. No, that's not to say we're in a bad spot. We're actually, like I said, way better now than we used yeah. to be. Yeah,
1: God, we are so much better. Like it's, I, I think for, I I know that there were some memes going around when I think it was Vanguard when Vanguard came out, or Call of Duty, or when Modern Warfare Two came out. Like the new Modern Warfare Two came out. I was like, oh, look at the lobbies, and then somebody, I don't know, if it, I know that somebody said a gamer word. I don't know if it was for a joke because you know. A good old 2008 moment or it's like oh god damn it it was funny yes but it's also like god uh, yeah let's let's move on from that guys <laughs> but it was funny because it's, it's like, like oh good old nostalgia funny
2: oh I mean, it was funny for nostalgia sake but at the same time it's called nostalgia for a reason we grew up we moved on exactly
1: exactly Exactly. It's why Mario 64 Nostalgia is fake. It's a bad game. <laughs> Fuck, you want, you want to know what my gamer word is? Mario 64 is bad. Whoa, whoa. I, I didn't know, guys. I didn't know what I got on the show. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. I will... I hate... I, I. Real talk, I hate Mario 64 so much. <laughs> I am such an... I am... I get, I get it. It's one of the most monumental, revolutionary video games of all time. Fucking awful game.
2: <laughs> no, you would have earned the ire of the gaming community, but Mask is better than Ocarina of Time. I agree with that. Yeah, just say, they're going to come after us. I'm glad you're on my side, because <laughs> I said that out loud before, and they did way poorly. No, Akaria like I feel like both the like
1: with the Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask debate, I, both games are good. but Majora's Bas- Mask is more refined because it came after it, so they were able to do a few more things to make the game more refined.
2: Yeah. Also, it's just a better written story.
1: Yeah, that too. I think I, <laughs> it's a it's a it's such a cool story, because it does. There's no Ganon that you're dealing with. It's not like the usual Zelda game where it's like you're dealing with the princess, the Ganon, the Triforce. There is no Triforce in the game. Like, I mean, you have it, but like, I don't. I mean, do you even have it? Mm, not that I know of. Yeah, so it's like it's not even there. It's not prevalent. It's a. It's a whole. It's a unique thing. It's why I like Phantom Hourglass a lot. Now, granted, it was also my first Zelda game, so it's nostalgia for that as well. But like, I like that because it's different.
2: Yeah, and you know, uh, Skull Kid actually like creeped me out as a kid a lot.
1: Yeah, and
2: yeah. He was legitimately creepy to me as a child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh well with that, is there anything else you would like to add to inclusivity at all?
2: Uh just what I said. Like guys, if you're take anything I say here to heart, please just speak up when you see some bullshit like that. You know, if we all if we all group up together, you know. Oh uh, what's what's the what's the memes? Like the the scene from uh Planet of the Apes where he has all the sticks, like Ape Together strong. Ape together strong. <laughs>
1: Gamers together. Strong.
2: Strong. Yeah. I think if we can manage that, we'll be in a much better spot sooner rather than later. Yeah. Speak up, speak out. Don't
1: don't I don't idly stand by if you see that shit going on. Just it's just like what they teach you at the anti-bullying rallies, guys. (laughs) Speak up about it. Don't be a, a bystander in it. Be be vocal. Except it's gamers, guys. Like, there's no teachers to report to to and, and whatnot. So it's like, you know, just, like, stand up for yourselves. Stand yeah, meaning, up for the Meaning others. it's
2: on you. It's on you.
1: Uh, okay. Well, with that, it's time for us to now start
0: wrapping things up and head into the bonus level. Community Q&As. A look back at gaming history and your achievement of the week. Here's this week's bonus level.
1: And to start things off, we're going to dive into this week in gaming history... From December 5th to December 11th, here's what happened in the past. On the 5th, 2017, Destiny 2 released what is arguably one of the worst
2: DLCs it dropped, Curse of Osiris! Oh, sorry. Oh, oh so many hours wasted. It, it, it was Destiny 2. I, I put so much time into that, even though I was hating every second of it.
1: I enjoyed base game, and then I got bored with the game so fast.
2: <laughs> Again, Skinnerbox, I, I was a sucker.
1: Yeah, On uh, the 6th, 2004, Mario Party 6, the best Mario Party, was released for the GameCube. How many friendships did
2: that ruin for you?
1: Uh, none, because I didn't have any friends to play it with. <laughs> I played it with my brother growing up a lot, and the two of us didn't really care who won or lost. So it was a blast every time we played it. We played We played Mario Party 6 so much growing up. Like six and seven were the two we grew up with the most. Like, we got, we have uh, all, all of the GameCube Mario parties now, but like, we didn't really have, like, a friend of ours had five. So when they would come over, we would play five. And we rented Mario Party four. We never owned it until like recently. Uh, on the seventh, 1982, 23 minutes before Atari announcing reduced sales expectations. The Atari president and CEO, Ray Kasser, sold 5,000 shares of Warner Communications.
2: Oh, I'm pretty sure that's how they get you investigated these days. Oh, yeah, it does. Oh, (laughs) yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not going to fly these days. It shouldn't have flown back then, but okay.
1: (laughs) On the 8th, 1999, Sony released Gran Turismo 2 for the PlayStation in North America.
2: Great series. I am not big on racing games, but Gran Turismo, great series.
1: On the 9th, nineteen ninety-eight, LucasArts released Star Wars Rogue Squadron for the Nintendo sixty-four in North America.
2: Ah, oh, so it's just it's Star Wars is great. That's all I'll say.
1: On the tenth, two thousand five, the Xbox three hundred and sixty was released in Japan.
2: What's the opposite of hype? Because I've seen the videos of, of like the openings, the midnight releases, and there's nobody there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they uh, did things. Does they all go crazy? too much over there unless oh, it's like nintendo shit and on the 11th 2012 paper mario sticker star was released for the nintendo 3ds in north america which i don't know was that the second game that just killed that
2: franchise i want to say yes but i'm not 100 sure i hadn't played paper mario in a while at that point
1: it was the first three were good and then i don't remember if the one on the wii u came first or the one on the 3ds came first i think the
2: 3ds came first but the wii u one we don't we don't want to talk about that one that's where I was like, "Yeah, we're done with this."
1: You don't want to talk about color splash.
2: Oh, uh, uh, I just felt a shiver down my soul hearing it out loud.
1: <laughs> the achievement of the week this week is in Callisto Protocol, giving back, which is a stab five blind enemies in the back. Very inclusive game. Very inclusive. Very.
2: We're we're uh, we're not uh, what's the word here? Like anti? We're not ableist.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're an all opportunist murder guy here. They're trying to kill us. We're go- we we got to kill them back. It's just how it works. Enough said. It's just how it works. And the game of the week is Choo Choo Charles. I
2: legitimately cannot wait. It's got to come out in about four or five days. Uh, you, you, when you see things like this, you can't get mad about lack of originality anymore.
1: Yeah, there's, they, they, there's some original. I'm excited for uh, the store is closed, I think is what it's called. Which is that Ikea survival game that's Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And I, I kind of want to play that because I am a bit of a sucker for uh, survival crafting games. Oh.
1: Ho, 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 ho. Funnily enough,
2: except for Minecraft. I'm not a fan of Minecraft. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that.
1: Uh, Well, with that, Zen, thank you for coming on the podcast. Right, thank you for
2: having me. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed my time. Hey, excellent. Where can we find you on the internet? Well, on the internet, uh, I actually stream on twitch.tv slash is in Spanish, that's X-I-N-Spanish. X in Spanish. Uh, almost uh every day except for weekends, because I <laughs> I don't know, gets in the way on the weekends. Uh, if you like, you can also follow me on Twitter at Zin Spanish. That's X in Spanish.
1: Alrighty. Uh and of course you can follow me on Twitter at Radio Tony and everywhere else. Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. Yeah, that's it. Uh, at Tony's Game Lounge. Uh that's where you can find me, and hey, because it's December officially, you can find me whatever I am streaming, playing Seven Days to Die for December. The yearly, yearly brought brought it back. The yearly tradition of us playing Seven Days to Die, the survival crafter crafting game of the apocalypse, is a fun time, and uh, you should definitely see that. You'll see some TikToks coming out soon uh, from clips from the official first day. Uh, of uh uh well Zinn, thank you once again for coming on the podcast. It hey, was a Thank blast. you. Thank you for having
2: me. I really had a lot of fun. I do appreciate you having me on.
1: And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Uh be sure to like, follow, and share the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to this to. And we will see you back next week in the game lounge where we will where we will be covering everything the Game Awards had to offer.
2: Bye! Bye-bye.
0: Love y'all. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok for more updates.